guys so today i'm reading something called coffee for one it's something i wrote last week and i'm going to do a little bit of a story time that kind of ties in and kind of just yeah well kind of something kind of like a an epiphany that i came across that ties into the poem i'm reading on wednesday and that one's called one way to answer my prayers so here we go this one is called coffee for one Lifted my way to Books a Million. I found the poetry section, found one that gave me goosebumps. Ordered a praline frappuccino, and I sat down with music in my ears. Thought to myself, this is what loving myself looks like. Coffee for one. When I was writing that, I had just that week, yeah, that Friday before I wrote this poem, I had went to the movies by myself, and I definitely recommend that if you've never done it before the things that you want to do by yourself at least once I recommend doing that one of those things should be going to the bookstore by yourself if that's something that floats your boat go to the bookstore, go to the library, wherever you want to go by yourself at least once and it's a magical feeling honestly, because I went to the bookstore and yeah, I had I found the section I belong in, poetry and that's where I can actually focus the most and I haven't been able to read a novel in so long. Like, it's been years. I feel like it's been seven years since I've been able to focus on a book. Like, a real book. Not just something that has a few words in it, like poetry or um, limericks or whatever, or haikus. No. I haven't been able to focus on a novel in a long time. And so when I went to the bookstore recently, I went and I got a book called... Let's see. It's called The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Definitely recommend that if you've lost your spark and your love for reading along the way. That will definitely get you back into it. I'm telling you. And the opening... I'm not going to ruin the book for you, but... You know, the openings, you need tissues for the beginning. But basically, the feeling of doing something so great that I love doing but with other people, it's about myself. And it was just so empowering. I love the feeling of going somewhere that smells like magic to me because the bookstore is just magical. Like books and coffee, wow, perfect. It was just that feeling of taking myself there, taking myself back, being there at the bookstore, being present, reading a book, focusing, and not having anyone distracting me, asking me questions, uh, pestering me, getting my nerves. Things that I've experienced in the past when I go to the bookstore and it's, it was just so comfortable, so liberating, it was so like, wow, this is what loving myself looks like. Then that wasn't enough. I said, I'm doing the things that I've been wanting to do with other people by myself. That's kind of the goal that I've been trying to do. And this past weekend, or was it weekend before last? Yeah, this past weekend, I went to the, li the library. <laughs> I went to uh, the movies by myself. So that was the weekend I wrote the few poems that I was inspired to write recently. So I went to the movies by myself. I went to go see Spider-Man, the new one. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody because I'm not a spoiler. It was really good. That's all I'm going to say. It was really good. I had fun. I obviously lifted the way there because I don't drive. Medical reasons. But I got there. 
and I had a good time. I bought my popcorn, I bought my soda, and my ticket, and I got my, my Twizzlers too. So I go and I sit down, and wait for the movie, and just to be out, but not there with anyone, but also around people, was a nice feeling. To kind of get my social activity bar up, <laughs> because usually I'm at home and I'm working on my podcast, or writing, or I'm taking care of my dog, or... I'm doing something that has to do with cleaning or just doing lots of different things around the house and just not really out. I'm not really out and about. But that's changing in the springtime because some of my friends, they want to do this spring break get together thing and we decided on the location and we, now we just have to, you know, put funds toward that and I'm excited. Anxious, but I'm excited because I need to get out of the house more. and. I've been cutting myself off from social activity for years just because people have just shown me who they are. People have shown me that they don't care. And people have shown me that me being honest, being vulnerable with them, which is not easy for me. That's something I have to get mentally prepared for for about a week before I actually send a message, right? But when I've been vulnerable, with the people that God has led me to. So if we're pausing the podcast now, if for someone who doesn't believe in faith or really doesn't believe anything and you're just gonna be scoffing or being annoyed or bashing my faith or really anything that has to do with faith going forward, then you can just jump out now. That's fine. But anyway, you have like your chance to leave. Here we go. People who wanna stick around. I've always had my faith as the main firm firm foundation for me to get me through everything through every up and down through every breakup through every nightmare through every night terror through basically everything panic attacks whatever he's been there with me from the get-go and so i was asking myself recently this morning actually for the second time god i've only ever been completely vulnerable, open, flayed out. And in the, I guess the metaphorical figurative sense, I've been so vulnerable and open with just three people in my whole entire life that I've ever met. Just three people. And you know who they are. And when I was talking to him this morning, I said, why did you lead me to those three people? to be completely honest, open, vulnerable with them. And they just, in every way, spit in my face. Didn't care, were heartless, cold, didn't care at all. Why would you lead me to those people to be honest with them, to be open with them, which is never easy for me. You know it's not, Lord. Why would you lead me to those people who don't care about me at all? Who wouldn't piss on me if I was on fire? Who wouldn't care if I was just crossing the street and a freaking train took me down? They, they wouldn't care. Why did you lead me to these three people? To be honest with them in the past, the way I was. Why did you, why did you want me to be honest with them? I kept asking myself that question and I still don't know the answers and I never will. <laughs> Never know the answers to that prayer. Um, but maybe 
one day there'll be a little more clarity, a little more clarification about it. I don't know. But that's something I was racking my brain about. So I was like, listen, I don't know why. I mean, it's, maybe it's a part of your plan. Maybe it was a part of something you were setting in motion for me that I don't see and don't hear and don't know what's going on. But I don't know why you wanted me to be that open. And I've known people in my life. People have come and gone. But why those three people? Now, two of those three people just aren't a part of my life, period. There's the third one. But the third one was the one I was most vulnerable with. And I couldn't and still don't understand why the Lord led me to be honest with that person. But it did nothing for me. <laughs> it, did, it did nothing but make me look stupid. It made me look crazy, I guess. And it just still bewilders me to this day. But I feel like it might be tied to something um, bigger and more out there than I could even imagine or understand. Somehow it's part of his plan for me. And I don't know when I'll be able to understand why he had me do what I did or be open with people that I was open with. Because I was never that open with family, with best friends, with anything and anybody but those three people and the good thing about this podcast is I know that they're not listening so it just makes it better I guess and so I was kicking myself for a while wondering why did I even let myself right believe that believe that it wasn't for a purpose because he was doing something that I didn't see but I still don't see he was doing something and still doing something that I'll never begin to understand in my life people I pray for his lives and it's only been resurfacing lately because when I close my eyes you know, we don't really have control of what goes on in our brains but no matter how many times I rebury in the metaphorical figurative sense this person in the graveyard in my mind they keep uh, resurfacing and climbing out <laughs> somehow and I'm like but how though I placed levels of concrete over this time in my brain and somehow they keep resurfacing and climbing out and I'm like oh, boy, it's two people who keep coming out of those graves and I'm burying them in my mind and I'm like what do you want like I'm mean, it was just confuses me sometimes because I'm like listen I pray about it so hard that I'm like there's no way they can't be a part of your plan for my life somehow some way because two of you keep resurfacing in my brain and the graveyard in my mind people who understand um, writing, everything like that, they get it. And faith, they get it. Because they've tried to be burying lots of people, I bet. People who've hurt them, harmed them, broke them, anything like that. And you've tried burying them over and over again into that farthest corner of your mind. 
you tried burying them deeper and deeper into the ground, that graveyard in your mind of people you don't talk to, people you don't care about, right? But it's just those two people that keep resurfacing. And I'm like, it has to be part of your plan then, because I keep praying, take this away, remove these people from my, from my nightmares, from my mind, from whatever, right? Everything. And they, I mean, keep praying that if they're not a part of my future, if they're not a part of my life, if they're not going to enter my life in any way, if they serve me no purpose, if they are just irrational, ridiculous things that just keep resurfacing to mess with me, then I'm praying you will bury them for good. I keep saying that, but they keep resurfacing over and over and over again. And I'm like, okay, so clearly you want them to be a part of my life, but I'm confused because they're not even reaching out, you know? I'm confused, and I've got to the point in my life with the Lord that I've told him this morning, actually. If I'm the one, right? If I'm the one that is blocking what you have for me, the help that you're sending, that I keep praying about, if I'm the one blocking the right people to enter my life, then I'm praying you will break whatever's in me down, whether it's walls, whether it's pride, selfishness, whatever it is, God, I'm praying you break it down because I really need you to show me what you're trying to do. Whatever I'm missing, scream it at me because I'm missing it. I'm missing the mark. I'm not understanding. And it all kind of became clear to me when I went to church on Sunday. I do like every Sunday, so I, my eyes were opened up on Sunday and, well, yesterday, and it was like the Lord was screaming it at me. Can't you say you're the one blocking everything that I'm trying to give to you? The only reason these things, that the help, none of it's in, in your life right now is because I know how you are. You wouldn't accept it. You're being prideful. And that part of you needs to be broken. I will send the right people into your life, but you have to promise to not shut them out, push them away. Be cold, be heartless, because you're not a cold person. You need to trust me and what I'm doing in your life. This is what he keeps telling me. I keep seeing the same message over and over again. Pray, trust, wait. Pray, trust, wait. Be still and know that I am God. I keep seeing it all over the place, and he couldn't make it any more loud, any more clear to me. And I started to realize yesterday and this morning that maybe, right, maybe he has been trying to reach me in every way possible, but I have been so stubborn, right, so hard-headed, so, I don't know, so stuck on trying to convince myself that I'm still in control of my life when I'm not. He is. I've made every plan to get myself out of the situation I'm in now, and it's fallen through because it's not his plan, right? And now, it's come to the point where I'm like, listen, I'm seeing it clearer now. I'm getting a little bit of clarity. I see that whatever you want from me, I'm either, that I know I'm probably blocking it because I'm prideful, because I'm hard-headed, <laughs> I'm stubborn like most, and I don't want to, I'm refusing to see what he could possibly want from me and the people he could want from me in my life because that would mean that I'm wrong, that I'm out of control. And I don't like that. I don't like being out of control in my life. I don't like being out of control of the people who come and go. 
But I keep surrendering to him. Listen, if I'm in the way of any of that, what you're trying to do for me, then I pray that you will send whoever you're trying to send. I'm praying that you will do whatever you're trying to do. Move whatever you're trying to move. Send it my way. Send them my way. And I promise it won't be selfish. It won't be prideful. It won't be hard-headed, stubborn. It won't be heartless. It won't be cold. I will be understanding. I will be kind. And I will listen and do exactly what you call me to do. I will not be disobedient anymore. It's because I'm refusing. And I have refused to see what you're trying to do in my life. And I didn't think that maybe, oh, this is why not just one, one of the two people that keep resurfacing, one of those people out of the two keeps resurfacing over and over and over and over and over again. Even though I've buried them a million times in the graveyard of my mind so they could stay buried, right? Maybe, but I keep begging God to show me. Whoever I want God to show me and send me is what I'm praying against, is what I'm refusing to see, is something that I just need to be open to and not be prideful, be in my own way and say, no, no, I don't want that. Because at the end of the day, he's going to send me exactly what I need and not what I want. He always does. He's always sending me just what I need, but not what I want. And what I thought I wanted almost killed me. So I left it behind years ago, and now I've been focusing on getting everything right over those few years that I've just been with myself. <laughs> and now I have a dog in the mix, and she's she is something else. But <laughs> basically what I'm trying to say is if you have faith, if you trust in a higher power at all, and he's been trying to reach you. He's been trying to scream it at you, but you're refusing to see it because you don't want to accept you're out of control of your own life. Let him do what he's trying to do. Fully surrender everything to him. And just show him that you're going to be completely obedient to what he wants. Because that's what I was failing to do. That's what I failed to do. And I've been doing that for the past two days. It finally hit me years later. But I've been doing it. And praying it. And saying, listen, I won't be mean. I will be kind. I will be open. I will be understanding. Whatever you want from me, I want. I don't want anything less. I don't want to settle again. I want whatever you want from me. And maybe it's something new and improved. You know, something you revamped entirely. Something you've worked on. Um, someone you've worked on. Like you've, for the life of me, won't let leave my brain. <laughs> and um, I've just been distant because I know, I know exactly how things have been. Right? And... You keep screaming at me, this time's going to be different. 
So I thought I'd share that with you guys because it touched me and my soul had me bawling. But happy tears, not sad tears. Like, wow. He's been trying to reach me, but I was so stubborn. I didn't want to see it. I was kicking myself. Like, you're, you wanted God to answer your prayers, but the answers he's giving you, you don't want to hear them. You don't want to see them. You want to accept them. Because it's not what you thought you wanted. It's everything that he knows you need. So if that hit you in your soul and gave you goosebumps, then hey, message me. Probably on Instagram or I saw there's an, uh, an option on the website for me that you can get send a message. Um, let's keep it positive though, you know. If you tuned in this far, you know I'm a positive person. I look for peace in my life and every facet of my life I look for peace. No stress, no anxiety. Because I can raise some medical issues and I don't like to be stressed out. So I'm sure you guys can all understand that. Basically drama free, you know. But I do hope you guys enjoy this podcast today. And on Wednesday, I give you guys kind of a bit of precursor as to what I'm talking about on Wednesday. It's called One Way to Answer My Prayers. And the things that he can do, the ways he can cover things that you've been trying to understand, make sense of. I say just give them to him. If you know him. Or wherever you know. And I pray that everyone who's listening, you find whatever you're looking for. And more. That whoever's hurt you in the past sees what they lost and they can't get you back. Because you know what you deserve and your worth is now. I'm praying you get everything that you've lost everything that was taken from you, everything that was robbed of you, your peace, whatever it may be. Because it can, you can always get it back. Even if you think it's impossible, I can get that back. Whatever it is, yeah, you can. I guarantee you, you can. Because I'm getting parts of myself back I never thought I'd see again. I'm actually focused on a novel. I haven't been able to do that in seven years. <laughs> and... So that's something in itself. So anything is possible, honestly. Just gotta have a little faith. So, I hope you enjoy this podcast. And as always, thanks for listening.